Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. world and thank you for tuning in we're continuing in our series called the frame it's out of hebrews chapter 11 verses 1 through 3 now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen for by it the elders obtained a good testimony by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible and this presents to me a frame It's like a frame on a wall, a beautiful big frame on the wall, but there's no picture in it. You can't see anything. It's because the frame is the word of God. And what we can't see is the world of the supernatural. God is supernatural. He created everything by words. He believed it in his heart, spoke it with his mouth, and it came to pass. It's called the word of faith. It's calling those things which do not exist as though they did. As the King James Version says it in Romans chapter 4, verse 17, it's calling those things which be not as though they were. And the English Standard Version says Romans four seventeen this way, As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of the God in whom we believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. It was a word from God that he had given Abraham. I have made you the father of many nations. He believed it and he spoke it and prophesied it over Abram and then changed Abram's name to Abraham, which meant father of many nations. Why? So Abraham would call himself the father of many nations. It's called the word of faith. Romans chapter 10 verses 8 through 9 in the English Standard Version says, But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And we call this the word of faith. It's believing in our heart, confessing it with our mouth, and it comes to pass. So are we looking for a good report? Are we looking for a good testimony? And yesterday we started a list of promises from the word to proclaim. Why do they have to be the promises of God? Because the word of faith has a frame. It's the word of God. You don't want to get outside of the frame. You don't want to get outside of the word of God. For the word says all the promises of God are yes and amen. So what we're believing for, we need to make sure is a promise from God. And James in chapter 4 verse 3 in the Amplified Version gives us some other clear boundaries. Or do you ask God for them and yet fail to receive because you ask with wrong purpose and evil, selfish motives? 
Your intention is, when you get what you desire, to spend it in sensual pleasures. Well, even the prosperity of God has a purpose. It's for the establishment of the kingdom of God on the earth. So the word of faith isn't to be selfish and prideful. God wants us to prosper to establish his covenant on the earth. Yesterday we ended with some promises that Deuteronomy chapter 28 mentioned in verses 1 through 14. Let's start there again and keep going. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 2 says, The blessings come on me and overtake me. And then verse 6 says, I'm blessed coming in and going out. Verse 8 says, The Lord has commanded his blessing upon my storehouse. Verse 11 says, The Lord grants me plenty of goods. Verse 12 says, He has opened to me his good treasure. He blesses the work of my hands. The second half of verse 12 says, I lend and do not borrow. And verse 13 says, I'm the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. And then in verse 14, it says, I do not turn aside from the commandments of God. So listen to me confess that over my own life. Here's how I could say it. I am blessed according to Abraham's covenant in Deuteronomy chapter 28. The blessings come on me and overtake me. I'm blessed coming in and going out. The Lord has commanded his blessing upon my storehouse. The Lord grants me plenty of goods. He has opened to me his good treasure. He blesses the work of my hands. I lend and do not borrow. I'm the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. I do not turn aside from the commandments of God. Now what I'm doing is confessing his promises and I'm bringing them from the supernatural into the natural because everything in the natural has been created by the supernatural and everything in the supernatural is God and his word. Leviticus chapter 25 verses 9 through 55 is a great text. I can sum it up this way. I claim the year of Jubilee and I believe that I am debt free. Mm -hmm. I'm believing for that promise and I'm calling it into existence that I might be more effective in establishing the covenant of God's kingdom on the earth. Joshua 24, 15, one of my favorite verses, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And John 8, 32, I know the truth, and the truth has set me free. John chapter 3, verse 27, I believe I receive nothing unless it has been given to me from heaven. Zechariah 4, 6, It's not by might nor by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord. And of course, Romans 10, 9 and 10, I believe it in my heart and I confess it with my mouth. And then, of course, according to Mark 11, 23 and 24, I have what I say and I give God all the glory. Let's read Mark 11, verses 22 through 26. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God, for assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Ooh, that's a boundary. I like verse 26 to continue this boundary. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. So we believe and speak 
We believe and ask, and we believe and receive. We're calling into existence the things that do not exist. We don't want to get outside of the frame of his word, or this will not work. And we don't want to get into unforgiveness, pride, lust, selfishness, or greed. Because God always operates in righteousness and justice, mercy, and truth. Yes, the worlds were framed by the word of God. The word of God is the frame. Inside the frame is everything that exists that came from the supernatural to the natural. Outside the frame of the word of God is nothing. Can you see it? Picture a frame on your wall with no picture in it. What's in it? Everything you need, all the promises of God, all your supply, all your healing, and every blessing that you need to operate your life. So if we believe those promises in our heart and speak those promises with our mouth, we are calling into existence the things that do not exist. We are bringing from the supernatural to the natural the powerful promises of God. It's called the word of faith because it's an operation of faith. It takes believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth. This is how we get saved. This is how we receive the Lord. For everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You see, believing is not enough. How do I know? Because even the devil believes in Jesus, but he's not saved. If anyone believes in Jesus, it's the devil. If anyone knows who Jesus is, it's the devil. If anybody has watched what Jesus has done, it's the devil. But he's not going to heaven. He's a believer that's going to hell. Why? Because he has never confessed with his mouth. He has never asked Jesus to be the Lord of his life and to forgive him. No, it won't happen. You see, it takes our heart and our mouth. The word of faith takes our heart and our mouth. Salvation takes our heart and our mouth. Believing's not enough. We have to believe and ask. We have to believe and receive. And this is how Abraham did it in the six points that we had mentioned throughout this series. Let's review those. All six principles come out of Romans chapter 4, verses 17 through 22. And each principle goes with one verse. And it talks about how Abraham used his faith And if we use our faith with the same principles, we will receive what we're believing God for, too. Do you have a word from God? Do you have a word of healing? Do you have a word of deliverance? Do you have a word of your needs being met? Do you have a word of his blessing in your life? Well, verse 17 says that calling those things which be not as though they were is the first principle. Verse 18 says that Abraham, against hope, believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So even though there was no hope for him, he believed in hope because he knew that God was more than enough. Verse 19, it says, In faith he considered not his own body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. So he didn't deny the problem. He knew he couldn't have children. He knew that Sarah couldn't have children, but he had a promise from God. So he called himself the father of many nations. And he pulled from the supernatural the promises of God into the natural. And they had their son Isaac. And verse 20 says the next thing Abraham did, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. In other words, he had unbelief, but he didn't let it trip him up. How did he fight against it? It says he was strong in faith by giving glory to God. So if we have unbelief, we're just like Abraham. How do we fight against it? We don't let it trip us up. 
We start praising and giving God the glory, for we know his word is true. In verse 21, Abraham was fully persuaded that what God had promised he was able to perform. So like Abraham, we must be fully persuaded. Well, I am. I know you are too, because his word is true. We can trust God's word. And the last principle is in verse 22, where it says it was imputed to him for righteousness, or accounted, or credited. In other words, Abraham and Sarah had a baby. His name was Isaac, the proof that his faith worked. And he brought that baby from the supernatural into the natural, even though it was impossible because he had a promise from God and he kept saying it and he believed it in his heart, spoke it with his mouth, and it came to pass. It's the word of faith which we preach. It's the frame of the word of God. Everything that we can see did not come from what we can see, but it came from what we can't see. Everything we see came from the unseen supernatural and was birthed into the natural by the word of God. And we're created in his image and we can operate the same way. When we have a promise from God, we believe it in our heart, confess it with our mouth, and it comes to pass. Well, this finishes our series on the frame. I hope you've enjoyed it. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.